Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking the Podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hey, 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 Emily. How are you today? Hey, 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 Michelle. Oh my gosh, you sound <laughs> terrible. I am going to do my best to hang in on this conversation. In fact, I found that when I talk low like this, my voice hangs in a little better. So. Okay, so we will all whisper then. We're gonna. Yes, this is going to be a quiet episode of Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. But you have some hot water, I hope, next to you. I do. Okay. Yeah. Don't you hate that? And You know what? You just reply back to me in signs, and I will translate <laughs> what you're saying for our listeners our minds are are one now <laughs> so you can just so emily said <laughs> our minds are one well right. i appreciate you how are you oh look at that that was a good strong voice it's going to come in and out i'm doing fantastic thank you very much for asking i i feel great um you know have, i have a little bit of a a cough but uh, nothing nothing compared to what you're going through well, you know, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah, well, I'm glad you uh, you stuck it stuck it out and decided today's an important day for us to have our podcast. We can't really reschedule it because no. we have a special guest. In from Boston. In from Boston. Mm-hmm. Another episode of The B-Side. That's right. We have guest Michael Davidson of Black Fig Vodka, Black Infusions company, correct? I said that, it right? That is correct, and thank you very much for both of you having me here today. Yeah, even on her almost deathbed, she's here. <laughs> yeah, still. I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking you must be excited to be here because it's kind of like a, a welcome home. You, you've you spent time behind the microphone. Yeah, no, it was about, uh, I was 22 years old, and it was my first job out of college, and I was on the radio. So yeah, this is uh, circling back. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to say you were feeling, well, very at home here in St. Louis because, you know, of all of our fantastic sports teams that always seem to beat the Bruins in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, I just thought that's what it was about. Yeah, that would have been back in, uh, what was it, 1972 or no, three? No, that was in, yeah. that was in June. In <laughs> June, okay. That okay. was in June. Right. You know, I have video. Right. If, you have, if you're not aware of it yet. Well, I think, you know, after we won the Super Bowl against... You know the Cardinals, well, and then we won well, the, uh, the, yeah. the, the World Series against the Cardinals, and the Super Bowl against. Well, the we know Rams, we yeah. know how the yeah. the Patriots won. Yeah. They, they cheat. Hey, so hey, hey, whatever works. You know, um, <laughs> and apparently cheating is cheating is what most people like to do these days. Yeah. You know, from <laughs> from the White House on down. You know, yeah. so um, uh, yeah, a Patriot. That's what it is. <laughs> but but I'm very excited, and this is a new market for me to come out to, and. Uh, Really nice people in St. Louis. So. so, like I said, Michael represents or owns the company Black mm-hmm. Infusions, and it makes apricot and and fig flavored vodka, or actually fig infused. It's not right. flavored. Correct. It's, like, it's, it's an infused vodka, and we are doing things a little differently here today. Um, we're drinking cocktails, um, some martinis instead of a glass of a bottle of wine. Now, I did go ahead and let everybody know that I have a limit mm-hmm. <laughs> because cocktails always seem to hit you a little faster, a little stronger than when we share a bottle of wine with and everyone. That's right, yeah. So we're not drinking an entire bottle of, of apricot vodka not. or black fig vodka. Vodka. It's going to be tough to not drink more, though, because this is quite scrumptious. It's very, very good. So 
What is the name of the martini we're drinking today? So we're drinking the Black Fig Martini, which is actually my signature cocktail, and it's the recipe on the back of uh, the bottle. So it's Black Fig Vodka with another um, plain clear vodka and three blue cheese olives. So you get a little bit of the saltiness, the savory mm -hmm. with the blue cheese. It floats around the, the martini glass, so you're drinking fig and blue cheese at the same time. So it's almost like a, a liquid version of a charcuterie board. Yes, it's <laughs> lovely. I, you know, that fig is so, it's so prominent. You know, you really taste like you're eating figs. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I appreciate it. I feel it. like it's kind of like Christmas in a glass to me. Mm. It's very holiday flavoring. Very fall, very, very autumn. Fall. I don't yeah. know if anybody uses autumn anymore. Maybe I'm outdating myself, but very autumn, mm. leaves falling from a tree type of feeling. Yeah, like sit by the fire, have one of these in a mug so the children don't know. Right. And you just say, I'm just having my tea. <laughs> I'm just having my tea tonight. I think the children are, are always no, no, they're like, Mom, <laughs> Mom, you're always so much happier when right, you're drinking right, your tea right, by right, the fire. Right, I'm right, like, I right. know, I am. Bring me more. So what kind of panty is this, Michelle? <laughs> so I, um, it's very, it's, it's very tasty. And I'm going to take another couple sips because. Well, you had mentioned it's like the holidays in a glass or Christmas in a glass. So maybe it's like a Mrs. Claus panty. <laughs> <laughs> Or, yeah, or a very, very, um, very, very thin elf panty. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I would think it's something that's going to um, have a little, have a little, uh, like, a statement to it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, possibly I, I would I would go with red. Mm -hmm. And then um, I with, with, like, I'm seeing sort of, like, black, Rhinestone gemstones. Oh, nice. Right in the special spot. I hope those get delivered into my stocking over Christmas. Especially <laughs> with that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, I think, I think <laughs> Amazon, how do they know? It just arrived. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fast. So that's kind of where I am on that uh, right now. I might have another decision after I finish this martini. Well, then we uh, can go on to the apricot. So that, right, oh, right, my gosh, right. yeah. So, so we're going to yeah. do an apricot French martini. Later in the yeah, show? later in the show. Okay. Sure. All right. Mm. All right. So everyone knows uh, this is how clear my diction is currently. <laughs> right. We'll see how it is in, in about a half hour. We'll see how it evolves. <laughs> so how did you get into this line of, of what led you down vodka? The so I, I always played around with making wine. So I made, a, I made a Chardonnay, an Italian version of Chardonnay, mm. which means I didn't use oak. Um, so I made a very crisp. Uh, floral Chardonnay on my own for about 11 years. Um, th th there was my Boston accent on the year, sorry. <laughs> um, and I loved the whole process of using real fruit, mm -hmm. you know, making making wine, creating something. Mm -hmm. um, so a couple of years ago, I started playing around with, you know, real fruit and trying to s take the process of making wine into the spirit world. Mm -hmm. um, and I started using figs. Uh, what led you to figs? I mean, so, like people, you know, you see the the vodkas in, that are infused out there, and you know, I I, I rarely see fig as the, as the main one. And maybe that maybe I just answered yeah. my own question. Yeah. So that so that so that's you know that's funny because when people ask me that, sometimes I just want to say because no one else did. Okay. But the real reason is, um, it's I wanted to have cocktails with food. That was my whole premise mm. of starting this. And figs, as well as apricots, Mediterranean fruit, they're very food friendly. Where a lot of the other sugar fruits that are in flavored vodkas 
just don't go well with food. So I saw the Cosmos and the blueberry martinis and the apple teenies that everybody was ordering. And then when their food comes, they go right to water. Right. Or yeah. wine. Or wine, because those products, those cocktails are so sugar and so artificial that they just can't match all the all the food, the cuisine that you would have. Where these products, um, as you're drinking now, go really well with food, as we can see. Yes, we're we're having a little yeah. charcuterie, uh, board, charcuterie board here with yeah. some prosciutto and hot, hot salami and some bread and some uh, dried fruit. And and you can have it throughout your meal. So that was my premise. Your goal, yeah. My goal. And um, well, it's delicious. I, I'm getting also some kind of chocolatey notes out of this. Right. So when the figs break down, you get some chocolate. You get some um, nutty little honey. Mm-hmm. And it's again, it's like it's it is like wine exactly. Yeah. It's, so it's it's almost like a soaked fig Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like right. like an alcohol-soaked Fig Newton. So if anybody's out there, can just go yeah. grab a Fig Newton. And stick it in vodka. And stick <laughs> it in vodka. And that's kind of, that's a very basic beginning. And if, um, But you'll have an understanding of what this tastes like. It's much better than a soaked Fig Newton. But so it's funny, a lot of people that come to our tastings, and, and like like you have never seen it before, they usually, I usually say, do you like figs? And they say, well, I haven't had one since a fig Newton. Yeah. And they could be 20 years old or they could be 90 years old. So most people's experience with figs, at least in this country. Now, if you go overseas, they're eating figs all day long. Well, and oh, Christmas I, figgy pudding. I yeah, love exactly. Figs. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I see them in the market, I get really excited because you don't, right. you don't see them all that often. Right. You know, it's a short season, and uh, you know what apple trees to what, what apple trees are to Americans. The Middle East and Europe, fig trees. Right. Mm. They're also really delicate, yeah. so they don't transport very well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when you hit them right, and you get it when it's just fresh, it's really well. How hands-on are you when choosing the fruit? I mean, mm, you you question. process everything out in right. Oregon, correct? Correct. And um, the farms that we get it from are in Fresno, Northern California. So, you know, our as I said, our laboratory is the fig and apricot trees that's where mm. the products really made so yeah no i get i get samples so it's not turnkey okay it's not um the same process every year we try to hit a profile that's the same but we're always sampling and picking the figs and apricots as the harvest comes through so it's it's really the word i could use today is disruptor mm-hmm. and i'm just these are products that are disrupting the market in a good way yeah, I mean, your approach is very wine-like because depending on the season and depending on, on the fruit, you then make adjustments to make sure that the end result is what you're going for. It's cool. And, and are we uh, drinking a 2017 fig or are we drinking a 2018 huh, fig? I'm just curious, like, what's the, you know, from the, from the tree to this glass right. is so the that's, time frame. That's a great question, and, and I played around with the idea of actually doing a vintage or putting a date on it. Um, so this batch that we're, we're drinking now is, as recorded in the book, is called batch number nine. Um, I've gone through 14. Number nine. Number nine. I've gone through 14 <laughs> batches. I wanted to keep it simplified. Okay. Um, this was batched last year. For okay. instance, last, uh, last week I just made 2,800 cases of apricot, and that's batch number two, because I just launched apricot. So, okay. um... We'll see how it evolves. That could be down the road where we're mm-hmm. putting batch 
Um, but right now, I don't want to confuse people too much. I want to keep it. Right now, fig and apricots is enough of a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but so you know. You right. know, like of if course. batch number nine was in yeah. this year and batch Isn't, 10 and yeah. whatever, eight, um, has it, does it age well? Like if you're, have you tried or still have any batch number one? I tr- do. So test? the batch number one is over four years ago. Okay. Um, it's definitely a little sweeter. So the figs break down like, like wine breaks down. Um, so I don't send the bottle out until three months after. So three months, and then then we send it to the market. Because I want it to break down. Just like wine, when wine's young, and yeah. you drink young wine, you let it sit in your glass and you twirl it, I'm just letting it sit in the bottle. Okay. Again, all these things I'm telling you are not the norm. People are listening now like, what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, yeah, some yeah, are like, yeah. I, I never even give that much thought to what my vodka, how it's made. I just go to the store. I know my friends say that this is good, and I buy it, and I and I come home and I drink mm-hmm. it. Um, and then I try to remember what I did that, that when I wake up in the morning after I drank all the vodka. <laughs> so to have an understanding of every step that goes into it and the fact that you're actually choosing a spirit that's not going to um, be as detrimental to right. your body because of the natural process Correct. then if you're just going to go walk in and look on the bottom shelf and right. go that one's seven dollars a handle i think i'm buying that <laughs> right i mean nobody in this industry wants to use the word uh, health oh, i know? didn't you know, yeah. i didn't yeah right because no one wants to use that word but if, if you read some of my stuff that i've written and posted it's you know with the wellness movement with food and now with with spirits and wine you know People want to drink something that's or eat something that's better. Right. We're not you're saying healthier, but something that's better. And these products, you know, have no, you know, artificial flavoring or sugar. And we all know sugar is, you know, the enemy. Although it tastes great, it's yeah. the enemy. Yeah, yeah. So you started with fig. You moved on to apricot, and that's, you know, got batch number two. Yeah. What fruits are coming or right, that so, you're thinking about? Right. You know, that's and it's fun because – um, there's, it's endless, um, but it has to be dried fruit because okay. dried fruit pulls the color, pulls the taste. And it also has to be something that's not, you know, oversaturated like, you know, strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, peach. Um, those are great products to make. I don't think they're food friendly. So right now we're working on our third product and we're, we're going to be doing Bing cherries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I would expect to see a real r- nice red mm, color on yeah. this in, in your bottle. Yeah, it's uh, <coughs> there are some cherry products, um, but you know, like the fig and apricot, they're not using real fruit. Right. And I think uh, cherries are very well known, like the apricot, very well known fruit that's just not on the market. Um, but I've I've had so many people send me fruit. Try this, Michael. Try that. I mean, I ha- I had some dried kiwi the other day, mm. and. I envision just a beautiful color in the bottle, yeah, yeah. but very, very selective to markets. Okay, so were you a fruit guy growing up? Excuse me. <coughs> Maybe you need some of uh, Emily's I hot, need hot, some toddy hot toddy. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, were you like into fruit and food growing up? And you so know? I've always been a foodie. Okay. Um, and I've always been into wine, and I always love the pairing of both. And again, back to what I said earlier, you know, there's those words of pairing a spirit with food never really existed. Um, but I think it's a huge trend, not just with my products, but you know, people trying to trend, you know, match their 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 dinners with maybe a cocktail, whether it's an old fashioned, a Manhattan, you know, a lot of prosecco, proseccos now like just like put champagne, you know, to the back. I mean, it's passed it by so much. Everybody loves prosecco now. 
Yeah. Um, and both these products go well with Prosecco. So if you have a spirit, you want to make sure you match it with Prosecco somehow. Okay, so well, my question is, um, how, why does, no, let's, let me get this question out. How does this company reflect you? Well, you know, as I said, I don't know if I'm a personally disruptor, but, you know, I like to get out there and meet people and give them a little something they've never seen before. And I mean, because you could have chosen any business to get into. Yeah, is right. this your you first? Know? Is this your first bit solo business? Well, I owned, I owned, uh, and we discussed this off the air. Um, and it's a slippery slope; we'll go down. But I owned dry cleaning businesses for t- over twenty years. Okay, in the so Boston that, area. In the Boston area, so that was a service business, and we all know a service business is a full circle; it never, never gets completed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just so just I right the just door circles. Opens, it, the that's next one comes it. in, right? Yeah. So these products are, you know, selling a product where there's a there's a beginning and an end. <laughs> Um, and I so, like so that. You're, so you're pretty much done with people. <laughs> right, is right, that no. what it is? So, well, the, well, the thing is. <laughs> or you want the people I to want be exact, happy, happy, yes, in a right. happy state of mind right. when they're Instead interacting of yelling with you. at me, why didn't you get the stain out? I spilled fig vodka on my blazer. <laughs> now I'm giving them the fig vodka and let someone else worry about the stain. With a coupon it, to right. a dry cleaner. So I really, this really gets me out in front of the people. And okay. that's really, you know, I, I made the move because I wanted to be creative. And I wanted to make a mark on something in some industry. And since I have such a passion and love for uh, spirits and food, this this was perfect. And I've met just incredible people, incredible stories. um, And I like the wow factor. Mm. And I'm getting the wow factor. You know, I got it when I when you guys both tasted Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. And and I get that all the time. And it's such a great feeling, you know, to have and to wake up every morning looking forward to you know what's going to happen that day it's rewarding I'm, i kind of want to slip down that slope a little bit with a dry cleaning space um, well, all right emily yeah if, if our listeners aren't aware yet emily is quite the fashionista <laughs> so i'm sure she has I some, have some questions some <laughs> questions about about uh fabric mm-hmm. care well first of all is it really necessary? I mean, there's I've heard various reports that dry cleaning's really kind of BS. That you know you can actually wa- wash your clothes. You don't actually need to take them in. And let's face it, those bills are expensive. Well, are, are there things like exceptions that okay, ladies, you don't have to take that in? Right. So there definitely is. So the thing about washing clothes, a lot of clothes can be washed probably, you know, 80% of the clothes. But the difficulty is, is doing it right. I think I mentioned to you that I dry clean my jeans. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and, and, and after we picked ourselves up off and, the floor yeah. of the restaurant, we were like, and you, then you And then you said, why? Why don't you wash them? And then I told you the nine-step process of washing your jeans. And that's great. But it's the same thing with everything in everybody's life now is time. And it's much easier to just drop, your, you know, your jeans off and have them dry cleaned and pressed and pick them up, then wash them at a certain cycle, at a, you know, not with your regular clothes, hang them, dry them, hang them, put them back in the dryer, and then iron them. So it is a lot It is a lot more work. Um, yes, but that was before we had clearly speaking the podcast, and you could be listening to an episode while you're drinking your black fig martini right. and taking care of your jeans. Right. I mean, so it's, it, it, we, we've, we found a way to make it more pleasurable right. no, <laughs> if it, you're going to do it at home. Right. No, definitely. I mean, yeah. like I said, we 
we we can wash wedding gowns, we can wash cashmere. It's just a question of how well you can do it. And I and I really think dry cleaning is is more about convenience um, okay. than than anything, especially people that are on the go working. Um, obviously, you can't wash you know a three piece suit or or a ladies you know blazer, but it was amazing. I mean, very interesting. I mean, the stories I could write a book on right. the dry cleaning. I had people come into the store, literally talking to their clothes and saying goodbye to their clothes oh when they gave them to me and said, "I'll see you in a couple of days." Oh yeah, that 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 happened. I mean, okay. that might be me. <laughs> I had a a dress cleaned at a place here in town in St. Louis. It's a place I've gone to a lot. You know, when I need needed dry cleaning, and I had a friend who also had the same dress. Oh. And she went to go pit, get hers, and he almost, because she had lost weight, gave her my old dress, because he was, had seen me, right? And he was like, "Oh, well, you should, you fit better in her oh, dress." No. Yeah, she was like, "No, no, 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 that's my friend's. She needs to have her dress." And I was like, "I haven't been back yet since." Yeah, then. so we get a lot of stories like, you know, people dropping off other people's clothes or delivering to someone that someone's not supposed to know about. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's definitely some drama in the dry drama cleaning. in the dry cleaning business. This is so <laughs> Mrs. Smith, how do you want to pay for this dry cleaning? Well, that's not mine. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's um, a black fig martini. Yeah, right, right. So there's also I've heard a little bit of a pink tax. So women's blouses, for example, are more expensive than men's. Right. Why? They're smaller. Right. So again, our our reasoning was always the equipment must be owned by all men because all the equipment was geared towards men's sizes. So the ladies' blouses never fit on the equipment, so they have to be hand-pressed. So instead of $1.95 for a men's shirt, the ladies' blouses would be $5. And did not make any lady happy to hear that. Right, yeah. So maybe rephrase why you got into (laughs) the spirits. There is no pink tax. It's right, the right, same right. price for everybody. Exactly. And actually, it's even better because with my products, I, I my demographics is probably 60 to 70% um, women on my products. So Because it's a little I should charge the men more for the drinks. You, you, yeah, right. you should tra- charge the men more. Right. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, let's try to get away with that at the um at Well, the it's funny. Register. When I have a lot of guys come to my tastings, they're always nervous. I don't know if I should buy this bottle because I don't know if my wife, spouse, girlfriend, what, what, or sister or whatever, they're always nervous whether they're going to like the product or not. So they're not sure whether they can just buy it for themselves or they got to make sure someone else is going to drink it at home <laughs> or they're going to just sneak it in. I, I will feel say, too manly to buy it. Or? Yeah, yeah that, what, what I did say when I, I collected wine before mm-hmm. I got into this, and I was buying a lot of wine at the time. So there's been a couple of uh, situations where I would go through the basement door and stick the bo- cases of wine in the wine cellar so no one would know about it. So I kind of feel... That's how I, that's how I handle new shoes. Right, right. <laughs> right exactly. So yeah. I, I feel that uh, I don't know if the guys make the decisions in the house on what booze but booze to drink so it is fun it's 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 hilarious and as somebody that doesn't have to worry about a spouse in the house i drink whatever i want right i do i have on occasion though hid in the bottle when i've walked through and my children are <laughs> looking at me and i'm like yeah don't ask you know well, the, the, I, I don't you don't want to know how much I spent, right. <laughs> <laughs> I well if you're, if you're really shamed just don't use an you know 
a nice glass, just pour it in a Dixie cup and just look like you're having water. I mean, we've all done that before. Yeah, I have, I have uh, my favorite red Solo cup I like to drink right, out of. Right, that's right. Yeah. That Solo sh- doesn't realize there's an untapped marketing. Market? Yes. <laughs> So, well, let's take a quick break. Uh, Emily can drink a little more of her hot toddy, get her uh, her voice restored some, and we come back. Let's move on. Try the try the apricot, and uh, have continue this conversation with Michael Davidson of Black Fig and Black Infusions Vodka. Michael Davidson is making up the apricot mar- martinis for us right now. Oh, I'm so excited for the martini part. And <laughs> pouring, pouring it out in Emily's glass. It's a lovely color. It's kind of like a pink hue. Like a yes. pink hue. Mm-hmm. Like a champagne pink. This is an yeah. a- apricot French martini, Cheers. which is Cheers. gold apricot vodka, a little chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur, and fresh pineapple juice. Oh, oh, I can. My God. I mean, the vitamin C is making me feel so much better now. <laughs> I was deficient. Oh my gosh, this is so. That's yummy. what it was. That's what was causing my cough this, earlier. This kind of reminds me of like an ambrosia, kind of an ambrosia kind of experience. Yeah. So um, I don't know what that means, uh, <laughs> but it definitely has a. <laughs> That's great. A, a lovely. Right, right. Right. Um, so I'm going to do that at my next tasting. <laughs> what does this taste? Well, you know, it's going to give you an ambrosia type of feeling. <laughs> and, 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 do, and, no, and no one will have, right, they won't have the, the, the gonads to, I can say that, right? They won't yeah. have that to say, what does ambrosia mean? They'll just go with it and go to the next person. They'll just keep <laughs> yeah. going on and on. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you know, it'll be the apricot French martini slash ambrosia. You know what I mean? Yes. Exactly, right. Yeah, it's, that <laughs> is not, it is not a like an everyday vernacular. Right. right. You know, oh, this this drink was right. uh, was ambrosia to See, me. See, this is what happens after you all had a martini. Now, right. the second part of this show is going to take a twist. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right, right. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is delightful. It, and the difference, uh, you know, the earlier a black fig martini definitely you know had like warm fireplace sit there cozy snugly and you know that's what it meant you know romantic this romantic. one right, though right. makes this one i kind of want to make out right. after sipping this not that right, anybody right, wants right, to right, right, right. make so, out with right. me now so we need to talk about your choices <laughs> um, this is actually an intervention right. you know? usually people <laughs> ask you how sick are you before you know you like put your tongue down their throat right. i can't talk Kiss you. Right, right. You want to you so want to well. pass on that ambrosia <laughs> feeling to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've lost my voice. It's so good. Yeah. Oh but I think it makes me think of summertime. I can see like definitely out on the deck or on a, on a patio at a really cool restaurant with a wonderful breeze, sun. You know, little little umbrella so it's not directly on so you. This I mean, is great drink to have with like. Sticky chicken wings mm-hmm. or, you know, pot stickers, something that's got a little spice yeah. to it, maybe fried. And you just like, all right, instead of, you know, give me a bag of M&M's because you want something sweet, you know, you drink this and you wash it down with something that's a little spice or sticky because um, yeah. it is a little sweet. But as yeah. you see, it's not artificially sweet. No. Um, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's really... You said it before while you were drinking. It's really refreshing. Very refreshing. Yeah. And I've noticed, I mean, I, I'm the kind of person that when I'm drinking something that's too sugary, I will 
within 10, 15 minutes start to sweat. I get know, my mean. body reacts. I right, get mean. Right. I get irritable. And I have a terrible hangover. Right. With yeah, sugar. but this, I've, right. I know, I've had. So I don't want to see either one of those things no. right now. And I haven't, I haven't had <laughs> Oh, that's, you're that's not going to. Right. Sweating and irritability is not something I want to look forward to at, at this juncture yeah, of my visit. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'm with two women. I made them sweaty and irritable. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. There goes my street cred. Right. <laughs> well, thankfully, you don't have the added sugars. Right, so. yes. right, right, right. Yeah, so there's been no, um, like, physical reaction right. or, or so... Mm-hmm. Which is a is a testament that you are you know you you are actually truthful about your products and, right, right. and oh yeah and um, definitely on um, you'll get to us like the recipes of these martinis oh you can sure put them on the website yep, and, that'd be great and have yeah. them because um, I'm sure yeah no it's, it's I mean I know you have the one recipe on the back of the back of the bottle yeah. but is it on the back of the apricot bottle so on the too? back of the apricot bottle I actually have an apricot mule with. Uh, Dark rum and ginger beer and, and lime. Yeah, no, you know what? And not to get too much into it, but the products make great cocktails. And whether you like Bailey's, amaretto, ginger beer, bourbon, whiskey, coffee, ambrosia, ambrosia <laughs> you know, you can you can really cater your you know your cocktail to this. And I think that's what you know. The mixologist was just at a bar, but now the home mixologist. Is um, you know we were in toxicology yesterday. It's a it's a very well known St. Louis uh, retailer, and they've got like glassware and barware that if I wasn't traveling, I would have just gonna buy all the, the stemware. There is, and I'm not like geeked out on stemware. Oh, she's a, she, Emily. But you need geek. you need to go there, and they will have to restrain you. Um, because that's the, how crazy the stemware is. And Can't wait. Yeah, no, and, and they the mixers and the shakers. Um, it's a it's it's the nicest place I've ever I been. I often to. Um, buy a lot of my stemware at antique shops. Yeah, you know I love all of the vintage it's different glass, yeah. and I like having a, like one of everything. When people come over, they they know what glass is theirs. So I, I'll have to say that's a big thing in New York City now because I spend a lot of time in Manhattan um, personally because my product is down there, and a lot of well-known restaurants. Are go to flea markets and estate sales because they want they don't want this the martini glass or the coupe glass or the Tom Collins highball glass they want a glass that no one's seen before right and they don't need to buy twelve of them right you know they're not doing you know wedding shopping or anniversary or birthday shopping where they need twelve they just want one yeah. Yeah. Well, I only have one left of my crystal wine glasses, so because they've been they've been broken over the years. So, right. I, and what reasons would that be? I, I have no idea why they get broken. Right. Why you know? And I mean, right. I got married. Uh, right. Did any of them break on anybody them? or? Um, like either in the during a washing of right. them. Yeah, if you wash them in too hot of water. That will make them break. Um, I didn't know if you threw them at anybody. Or, no, you know, no, okay, no, 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 no. I threw, I threw bricks. Okay, I know, okay, why, right, why, right. why waste your stemware on on somebody? You throw bricks, right? Right. Uh, but I had. That's I, why it's always good to have one handy. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's a doorstop? Right. <laughs> right. That pretty painted snowman doorstop is actually, you know, my weapon of choice. But I mine's my heels. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I was down to two of my wedding gift crystal glasses, wine glasses, and I was having a big dinner for people. Uh, this was a couple years ago, and I said to my friend, "Oh, I'm down to two glasses, and the one she had broke." Yeah. I was like, "Wow, I'm down to one now." 
<laughs> she felt bad, but I, I was like, how, how did, how did he break it? How, you know, and it was just, I don't know, maybe I got a bad run of crystal from 1993. Right. You know? Maybe it was a, f- you know, it was, it was projection. Yeah, it was yeah, like exactly. foreshadowing. Exactly. You know? Right. Maybe and I only have, I have uh, only have one glass left and when that breaks, I will finally be free right. of the, right. of the chain. The word is closure. And you know, we've been rebuilding your collection. We have, yeah. yeah. And um, one of my favorites is we talked about a solo cup earlier. One of our friends and Austin brought a set of red solo cups on like a like a candle yeah. candlestick. So they they're like these wine, right. you know, and they're like wine glasses. It's and funny. and I'm I'm so funny. Uh, I'm always like. <laughs> Wash these. These are hand washable. You do not put these in the dishwasher. <laughs> I don't think you can put them in. <laughs> no, well, that's really where are. most of the glasses break. So I used to be a wine geek, and I used to buy the Rydell. Uh-huh. Um, I love those glasses. Those glasses, but you look at them the wrong way, and they break. And come in, so, come so, in with an attitude, so, and they just yeah. break on you. So right? I'm basically like the drying Nazi. Like, no one dries these glasses <laughs> but me over Thanksgiving. Leave them on the side. I'll dry them all. Don't touch them. Don't look at them. Don't try to get a dish towel to them. They will break. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the, you know, otherwise I don't I yeah, don't okay, spend so any time in the kitchen. I know, but if you think about, oh, well, that's a whole other <laughs> I know, right, right. Yeah. We, you know, if we could have your wife here, too, we'd, we'd uh, you know, go She's back and forth. She's in the kitchen right now. No, she I'm is, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> Happily in the kitchen, right? Oh you God. have to remember to say that. This is that. only in St. Louis, right? This <laughs> no, this is, this is <laughs> national, actually. International. Yeah, yeah international. Um, All right, so I might be staying shout in Shout out Louis. to Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just Let's shout out to Australia. You're our number two country now, and we want to hear from you. Send yeah. us a note. Yeah. Tell us uh, tell us where you are, how you found us, because it is yeah. so exciting that uh, our numbers are growing. The, right. Yeah. And the, yeah, I heard, you know, one of the markets I'm in, you got you ladies said that Las Vegas, that's great. That's yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's our, yeah. That's our now, number three market. W- mm-hmm. What would, you know, here's, how's this? I'm going to turn the oh, tables oh. On, y- on you right now. And what do you think about doing, uh, going out and doing um, this show on the road? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, we could huh. twist. Wait, twist our arm. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. If, if yeah. only we had So what about doing the show in Vegas? Oh, we would do it. We would do the right. show in Vegas totally. Yeah. We would we'd go to Australia too. Right. <laughs> we'd go to Arnold. Hobbiton. <laughs> New That's Zealand. Like, I've put that on my vision board. Yeah. I want to do a show from um, Bilbo Baggins home. <laughs> yeah. We will we will go wherever um, a what show a, opportunity yeah. presents itself. So what about a live audience? We've we've done we yeah. we do yeah. have. I mean, a, we have a live audience now. We have two yeah. people looking at us. But, <laughs> but no, what about a lot? I think so. Yeah. We we have done. Um, uh, we have our time of the month show, which sometimes right. we have a live right. audience on that. Is we that do. always the same time? It's always the same <laughs> time, and it's only an hour. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's only an hour. We are synchronized. Right, that's yeah. great. You yeah. nailed it down to an hour. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. An hour. Every woman <laughs> would like their time of the month to be one hour on a Wednesday, <laughs> right. the last Wednesday, right, right. from seven to eight right. p.m. And you can schedule it. <laughs> we do. You can Google Calendar it. Exactly. Oh, you Right. Time for my time of the month. Um, you found a way to make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, yeah, live audiences, and then we do an adult bedtime stories every other month, and that's right. a live audience, and it's ticketed. So um, yeah, yeah. Emily and I are not afraid of live audiences. Yeah. No, I think it would be great. I think uh, I've learned a lot about Vegas, other than what people normally think, and I've been there five times this year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. That's what people say. Oh my gosh, and I'm actually going back hopefully in January. So there's a cool, you guys have to go there there's a place called the golden tiki 
I okay. was just going to ask you if you've been there. No, you haven't. I would literally, when my I house wasn't going to ask you that because I don't know about yeah. it. Oh my god! So the Total Golden Tiki, old school. Old school. Yeah. It's basically the Tiki Room in Disney World on steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's open twenty four seven, so you can go get a, a tiki martini at seven in the morning, um, which I'm sure they do. But yeah, it's old school, and the bartenders there are just a riot. I went there on my last trip. Okay. Yeah. At seven in the morning? No. no, no. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> it was on her way home. Yeah. It was fine. Uh, Isn't no, it cool, though, inside? Oh, it was great. Oh, it was no, great. we went at, like, we went after we saw the Tim Burton exhibit. Um, at the right. Take some water. Yeah. Sign it. Sign it. You, the Tim Burton exhibit mm. at some place in the Las Neon Vegas. The Neon Museum. Okay, the Neon yeah. Museum. So imagine doing this show from the Golden Tiki, huh? That would be... It'd be spectacular. Well, yes. you know people? Have, have your people have yeah, them yeah. get in touch with our people and exactly. send us an email. No, I think I think that would be great. You guys taking mm. this on the road. It would be a lot yeah, of fun. fun. Yeah, total a lot of fun. Yes. So, um, we wanted to get a little bit more serious, personal, personal <laughs> on this episode uh, with you, Mr. Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> I've asked people to call me that, and you're, you know, it's finally yeah. nice that someone yeah. does. Yeah, now you, now you know what it sounds <laughs> like. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it doesn't work or not. I'm not so sure. I'll have words in front of that, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just had people call me doctor. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I could hear Emily say that in her voice, that would be different. Dr. Davidson? Or, you know, Mr. Davidson? In that voice, yeah. Sultry, that, actually, Mr. Davidson. Actually, <laughs> Emily's. Emily's taking requests and reservations for right. for vo- for phone messages. Phone, right, she's going to do your phone messages. Thank you for calling for, us. For a dollar ninety nine downloads, Emily's in her sultry voice. I'm going to keep this cold. <laughs> no, don't give me any more vitamins. I'm making I'm making a killing on my on my barely there voice. <laughs> So anyway, back to the back <laughs> seriousness. to the, the seriousness of of the show and of you know what you're doing. Um, you know, the day that you like left your your job you'd had for you know or the the family business oh, yeah. that you had you know been in for ten years, fifteen years, twenty six, twenty six oh, years. That's all. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. That, I don't know. I can't believe they didn't make you full time in all that time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that was a ten ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> no benefits right, either, right. right? I mean, you had to you had to start right, this so right, you could health care, right? Right, right. Um, <laughs> as much as it was an exciting opportunity, right, to to like branch into this, how terrified were you at the at that time? So, and I know we discussed this in our, I don't know if you call it pre-interview, um, to be an entrepreneur is exciting to hear the word, but terrifying Scary. to do it. Yeah. So, And I said this to you uh, when we met, that everybody has great ideas. Everybody always talks about, I want to do this, I'd love to do this. If I had the chance to do this, if I won the lottery, I would do this, right? But usually that doesn't happen. So yeah. for you to leave what you're normally doing every day, you know, it's a terrifying thing. Um, but when you get passionate and excited about something, um, that's great, but I always looked at, and we talked about the Bill Gates and these people of the world that you know sacrificed and gave up everything. Like, when did they know? Did yeah. they wake up one day and say, "Okay, today's the day. 
that I'm going to leave everything behind, sacrifice, and do this, you know, or does someone tap you on the shoulder and say, okay, you're all set, let's Mm -hmm. go do it, and, you know, I figured out that the only person tapping you on the shoulder is yourself. Is you, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm sure that Bill Gates, when they were starting in their garage, didn't know he would become what he is, and it wasn't. I think that motivation wasn't becoming this monolith, but following a passion and a dream. And I think it's sad that everybody, so many people say, if I won the lottery, I would do this, as opposed to following that inner voice. Because I think that's where greatness really unfolds for so much, so many of us. Well, but I would, I would add on to that sometimes the fear of following that inner voice is because you're not ready to make sacrifices well true it's really that you know obviously i didn't do this 20 years ago because i was one of those people that you know you get put in a position where you can't make sacrifices whether it's yourself or family or friends or financial um but at some point you if you want to do it you you realize you have to make sacrifices you know lifestyles change Mm-hmm. Things that became important when you were, you know, living is not important anymore. Materialistic things go by the wayside. You come humble about everything in life, um, and you become obsessed. If you ask, you know, people that know me, you know, I'm obsessed with this because I feel if you don't gravitate towards this venture you're on and you just do it as a side thing, um, you're not going to su- succeed. And well, you won't be nearly as su- su- successful right. as right. if you were focused right. on it. Some of the days I have and the nights I have and the traveling I have, if I was financially you know, w- so well off, I just wouldn't do it. You really need to sacrifice. Um, you know, even though we're all, even when you're not living your passion, you're making sacrifices. They're just different kinds of sacrifices. Right. You know, I remember when I, you know, was working for the corporate job and had a good life on paper, but I was miserable. And so my sacrifices were my personal relationships. Uh-huh. I was never home. So even even when we're, you know, in, no matter what choice we're making, there's sacrifices to be had. It's what sacrifices f- are the most troubling and painful yeah I think like for myself I you know I've got three kids as, as our listeners know um gosh I should quit calling them kids they're, pra- they're nearly all grown adults um but there was I, I felt like for 12 years 12 15 years I just kind of put my life on hold mm-hmm. because everything was focused about them I had to keep the job because I had to feed myself and three and three kids you know I'm divorced um however it's sort of like the universe, God, whatever you want to say, opens up these opportunities to you when time is right. We've talked before that although we would have still been amazing on this podcast 10 years ago, we have so much more mm-hmm. experience, depth, breadth, um, history that we can pull to, have conversations with, that it's more meaningful, more authentic, and like now's the time. Right. 
time for us. Mm-hmm. And the, and so for you too, right? Ten years ago, yep. you got kids at home. They got they got dance lessons. They got football. They have you don't know, get me started with dance. College. Do not <laughs> get me started with dance lessons, costumes. Um, videos. You were working to pay for those Do costumes. Do not get yeah. me on. That's a two-hour show <laughs> right there. But, you know, that's a sacrifice you made okay. as a dad because you love them so dearly. Okay. You know, I'm going to get you to know how to say those things. Okay. To follow it up okay. with that. A lot of therapy on yeah. the dance lessons. Yeah. Okay. Um, but did you, you have to do the dance lessons sorry. alongside of your children. No, I did not, but it's it's a money pit. It's it's yeah. a it's a whole yeah. other um, yeah. opportunity yeah. for you to spend your money. Right. Well, you but know, funny, sports lessons. can be that way as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sports, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Tournaments, camps. Hockey. Uh, I have right. so many friends that kids are in hockey, and right. that is right. a tremendous expense financially and time yeah. traveling baseball oh right God. so that, you know that yeah. and that and that really brings it full circle yeah. that you just can't sacrifice that at that point when you have all that so but you but you were still authentic to what your what your passions what you're and you kind of and I'm putting words in your mouth because as a woman that's what I do right. um, you knew that there was something more for you than w- than that current what your current situation was right. and I I knew that too but um, for myself and what's exciting is when the opportunity presents itself and you take that step, right? right. I mean, you could have said, ah, no, no, bring me your shirts. Right. That's the easy thing. And that's what – I'm not going to say that's the easy thing because that sounds – That you know, sounds like dismissive. People, right, right. It's it, Right. But that's sometimes the smart thing to do because you don't really want to upset the apple cart and upset, you know, everything that you've built for. Um, but, you know – you know, not to get emotional or about it, but, you know, you live one life mm-hmm. and you want that life to be significant to you and, you know, the people you love. Um, but you also have your, your life that you want to do something with. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm not one of those people that, you know, if this doesn't work, you know, okay, it doesn't work, you know, I'll just, I'm all set. No, you have to put yourself on the line that this has got to work. You're all in. All in. You are jumping off the cliff, yeah. as my friend said. You were jumping off the cliff, backwards, blindfolded. And hoping yeah. there's water <laughs> underneath. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, I talk to a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs, and, you know, I tell them exactly what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, some people are like, yeah, I'm working, you know. And I said, are you working, like, Monday through Friday? Yeah, and, I, you know, I'm like, no, you work Monday through Sunday. Right. You know, there's all no right. there's no Monday. There's, well, first of all, there's no Monday, Friday, nine to five in our lives, anyways. Yeah, there's not. No. But in this industry, you know, you're working all the time. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing: when you're pursuing your passion, yes, it's work and, and time and energy, and you're tired. But it's really enjoyable. Like I, I, at Michelle, I love everything that we do, even yeah. when we're out late or getting up early or. Getting a cold as a result of it, you know, like I absolutely, um, I'll do more of it, you yeah. know. Right. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've never said, oh, you know what, I've done, I've done like five clearly speaking the podcast things this week. I'm not yeah. doing another. It's more like, what, what? we, we have an opportunity for some more? Yeah. Fantastic. Sign me up. And you yeah. find that, not second wind, you find that third, fourth, fifth it's wind that you didn't even know existed for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Right? Because being tired is really a mental state of not 
enjoying or mentally fatigued from what you're doing. So when you love what you're doing, yeah, you're sure you're I'm fine. still exhausted, but you pull through. Yeah. You move on. You carry on. Um, and that's what I think you know entrepreneurs do. In, uh, Absolutely. In an earlier episode with, with uh, comedian Jackie Cation, she said, you know, as, as much as it's been, uh, you know, a 25 years in the business, every day she gets up to be, and she gets to be a comedian, right? <laughs> like, how cool is that? Every day you get to wake up and create spirits and, and bring new products, be a disruptor. Right. Like, how cool is that? Mm -hmm. So you don't mind. It's like, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do it because I have I'm this gonna opportunity. I'm going to make change happen. I'm making change happen. One cocktail at a time. I yeah, love right. You know, sometimes it's two or three cocktails. Right, right. A As lot we're of, seeing today. A right. lot of change right. happens right. after right. three cocktails, but if we can keep it at two. Um, no, and I think that's awesome. And and we are just thrilled that you made time for us on your trip here to St. Yeah. Louis to have this, this conversation, to share these cocktails with us. Um, people can buy your your your, your um your vodka in like nationally. Where could they look? Where can they find it? So there's a you know in the same. So actually, the best thing to do is go to your um, website. Go to my website blackinfusions.com. Um, shameless plug and um, shameless. Shameless. <laughs> and uh, they punch in the zip code and it'll it'll show the liquor stores whether they live in St. Louis or you now, know do Las you Vegas. Ship to people. So the markets that I don't have distribution, because I'm really not distributed in that many markets. I'm only in 15 states. If they go to my website, there's a buy now, and they can awesome. they can buy and, and, and ship it as well. Um, but, yeah, no, we're here in St. Louis. I'm with Power Play Beverage Company, and I'm excited, and I'll be back again so in, in, in the spring. In St. Louis, they can get them at Total Wine? Total Wine and, and Toxicology, De Gregorio's. Uh, we're, yeah, in, we're, in, we're in some really – I don't want to leave anybody yeah, out. We're in some really cool places, yeah. Lucas. Um but, but, you know, there's also something exciting for those who, I mean, you know, are, want to experience the pairing with food. You were telling me about some restaurants that are carrying. I was blown away by Jean-Georges right, so is carrying right. your spirits, which is amazing. Yeah, so we've been really lucky that a lot of really nice restaurants in Boston Las Vegas, um, D.C., and especially New York. I spend a lot of time in New York, and John George has been a He's great... He's like my idol. Really? He's been a good, so he just put me in his uh, edition in South Beach that's on amazing. their list. So, you know, that's, that's how I get my brand out there. So in this industry, you grow a brand in a restaurant, and you sell a brand in a retailer. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I get it. And I'll be c yeah. continuing to be a disruptor, um, Continuing making drinks that people have never tasted before, like you both have tasted these drinks. Yeah. And uh, it'll be curious to see where I am in a year from now, two years from now, because yeah. I don't know. Well, I hope that when you come back to St. Louis yeah. with the Bing Cherry vodka, yes. yeah. that we schedule uh, <coughs> a another tasting, tasting yeah. another episode, anything yeah. like that. We would love to have you yeah. back on, clearly speaking, you know, on the B side. And bring your wife. Right. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So that could be that. Could, that would be called the AB, AB right? <laughs> Actually, we would we would just have her as a regular guest. Okay. Right. And, and you know, right, right. you could be her partner. It's, it's our reverse pink tag. Right. Right. You know, exactly. It's the reverse. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate thank it, you. and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the cocktails as well. Cheers. Cheers. To you, Cheers. Thank you. Mom.